And so what I want to look at this morning, I want to start, not for sure if I'm going to finish, I want to look at uh, the results of rejection. Uh, results of rejection. The results of rejection. I'm going to try. Um, and uh, So I want to go to the uh, apocalyptic uh, book of the New Testament, which is the book of Revelation. So Revelations chapter 20 and uh, verses 11 through 15. Um, Revelation. Revelation need to be studied in conjunction with the apocalyptic book of the Old Testament, which is the book of Daniel. <clears throat> A lot of people get saved and they head straight to Revelation and get confused. That was guy Charles Manson smoking that dope and <laughs> And he thought the Beatles were the four angels out, out in the wilderness. He, amen. His helter skelter was really helter skelter because he was so. Uh, uh, but it's the a, 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 a book that reveals. It's a, so I want to look at <clears throat> Revelations chapter twenty, uh, verses eleven through fifteen. This is the result of rejection. All right. Let's read it out loud. Uh, I'm reading from the King James Version, whatever translation you have. Let's read out loud. Okay, let's read. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead that were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, um, the result of rejection. Amen. The result of rejection. Amen. 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 Um, uh, on the cross, uh, on the hill called Calvary, there were three crosses. One cross is the cross of repentance. And this is the most beautiful story in the Bible that illustrates repentance and salvation. It shows the simplicity of salvation. He simply trusted in Christ. He cried out for Jesus to save him, and Jesus did. He didn't have any works. He was not baptized in water. 
He did not speak in tongues. He believed. The simplest picture of salvation, the thief who repented. Watch all these folk who are trying to add all this stuff to salvation. No, you've got to trust Jesus. And everything else may follow, but the first thing is trusting in Jesus and repenting of your sins. And then the cross of redemption, the most beautiful picture of God's love. As I told the children this morning earlier in the children's church, that God loves for humanity. Max Lakato calls it the number of hope. Oh, is the number of hope. One morning, four-year-old Kevin and his grandpa went out to buy donuts. And on the way, grandpa turned to Kevin and asked him, which way is heaven? And Kevin pointed to the sky. Then he asked him, which way is hell? And little Kevin pointed down toward the floor of the truck. Grandpa continued and asked uh, little Kevin, where are you going? And little Kevin said, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and, and that's the way most people live. They live not thinking about eternity, but where they are going today. Daniel Webster said, Webster said that the greatest thought that has ever entered his mind was the thought that one day he will stand before a holy God and give account of his life. Revelations chapter 20 verse 11 through 15 describes the final sentences for those who are lost. It is most serious and most sobering and one of the most tragic passages in the Bible because it describes the final judgment of the lost. In the doctrine of eschatology, eschatology means the doctrine of last things. There are three days, the day of Christ, the day of the Lord, and the day of God. And the first day, I want you, I want to keep your Bibles open uh, because of the fact uh, uh, um, uh, the devil is trying to make people think that, you know, you just, it, it doesn't matter. Amen. But uh, 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 for those who reject Christ, see, first of all, I want you to turn to 2 Corinthians 5 and uh, verse number 10 because this day here talks about the day of Christ is the rapture of the church. And because there will be no saints at the great white throne of judgment. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10, describes the day of Christ to everybody who's saved. Amen. And remember, I just told you, very easy to be saved. Just ask Jesus to save you. Repent of your sins. And he'll save if you ask him. Now, he's not going to violate your will. God give every man, woman, boy, and girl uh, volition. They have freedom of choice. And so God couldn't make you get saved. You do know that. You know, you know you're not that bad. I don't care how tough you think you are. You can't box with God. Amen. You know, 
Amen. God just leave you alone to death. Amen. And God can put something on you. Amen. But God doesn't operate like that. Uh, hey, whosoever will may come. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is the day of Christ. Somebody say the day of Christ. All right. Verse number 10, he said, For we all, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. And what that means is the fact that as believers, there will be rewards in heaven for our service since we've been saved. See, we don't work to be saved. We work because we are saved. And there are some people still don't believe in eternal security. I really feel sorry for you if you don't believe that it's been covered. Amen. This morning, the part of the sermon I heard this morning, Reverend Watson and our men's ministry open to everybody now uh, in our prayer breakfast, talked about the covering. When you came to Christ, all of your sin, past, present, and future, cover. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Because see, uh, uh, see, a lot of people talking about uh, 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 is a Christian sinless. No, a Christian is not sinless. Christians just sinless. Well, bless his name. Amen. Amen. You realize, see a lot of people think, see we've localized sin in the church. Most people think sin is just adultery and drinking and some smoking, a little dope, see. <laughs> There's a whole lot more sins. Do you know it's a sin for you not to tithe? Hello? It's a sin for a man not to treat his wife right. It's a sin for a woman not to be submissive to her husband. It's a sin for children not to obey their parents. And in the Old Testament, if you had a hard head, they killed him. Took him outside and stoned him. Well, bless the Lord. Thank you, thank God for, somebody else said, thank God for grace. Amen. Had a, had a hard-headed child, took him out. Amen. Caught somebody in adultery. <laughs> Boy, somebody will get a workout today. If you, okay. Wouldn't be no stones. Okay, I mean. <laughs> thank God for grace. Amen. Because they take you out. Sin, see, but see, once we'll save all of our sins, Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 17, all of our sins have been, I'm going to read that because some of y'all, see, some of y'all grew up in legalistic churches and you think you got to walk a tightrope, you got to do everything just right because you're trying to stay saved, you know, and you come to church looking all sanctified and holy, don't even say amen because you're trying to be deep because somebody told you that if you save, Christians are peculiar people. They didn't say peculiar like that. You know, you know y'all misinterpret the scripture. But see, Rome, Hebrews 10, 17 says, and, and their sins and <laughs> iniquities. See, that's, see, some of y'all were just sinners. But then some of us had sins <laughs> and iniquities. That's, that's plural, see. But look what he said. You got your Bible open? Because that's why, that's, why I just, man, that's why I just shout all the time because I'm saved. Look here. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. 
<laughs> See, nobody remember your mess up but the folk who don't like you. And they keep bringing it up. Yeah, but I remember, uh-huh, I remember you, you. But God will remember your sins and iniquities no more. Anybody want me to tell me some of your sins? Don't blame me. I won't tell you no mine either. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but he, when you come to Christ, but your low down, good for nothing, backbiting self. All of your sin. He won't remember. He moved your iniquities as far as the east is from the west. You be a time Christian would shout about that, but some of y'all are so hung up in this world. Y'all, y'all so burdened down, but you don't know when to shout. Amen. If you don't shout no time, you all shout because you're saved. Amen. 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 <laughs> May not always do things right, but I'm saved. It's covered. When I leave Walmart, they always want to see my receipt. So they see what I'm paid for. Amen. I say, I paid for that. Yeah, I paid for it. They check. They always check, you know. They, I don't know why they don't trust some of y'all. They trust. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> I thought they trusted. They check. I check. They, they paid for. And they say, I say, what's that, Reverend? Say, paid for. Can't let y'all know what's on my list, but it's paid for. And that's why every time the devil try to bring up something that you have done, very low down and wicked and messed up, and you hope nobody else know, Jesus remind the devil on Calvary is paid for. <laughs> Already paid. Paid it all. See, that's, that's, that's the day of Christ. We're going to appear, and that's why we work now not to be saved, but because we are saved. We ought to serve. We challenge every member of this church to be involved in service. Thank you, Sister William, our music department, inviting every member. You're some part of the church. That's how you grow, is serving others. And so we say, what a joy. What a joy it is for God to give us a chance to participate in the eternal. We get a chance to be co-laborers with the Lord. In the kingdom business. You say, that's the day of Christ. I'm on my way to heaven. I don't know when I'm going to die. Hope I live a long time. But when I do die, God, you say, when you hear my home going, don't worry about me. <laughs> Just another soldier. <laughs> Let go on, on home. See, the Christian faith is the only one that gives that assurance. No other religion can give people that assurance. Heaven is mine. Well, bless his name. Not only in the here eternal, but right now. We walk in the power of heaven. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Some of y'all get it. Amen. You'll get it later on. Stop worrying about We leave in this world. Amen. So don't get all hung up with it. Amen. Whatever you have, don't hold it too tight. Because either time will take it away or it'll take you away from it. A whole lot of stuff you worry about, you can't change it. But you're saved. Amen. He's going to be caught. One day we're going to be caught up. We're going to be raptured. Just like that. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 58. Just like that. At any time, in a moment, in a twinkling 
of an eye. Just like that. We're going to be taken to paradise. Wow. Amen. Amen. That's good news, man. But we can't spend all our time shouting for us. That's why this, this verse right here, the day of God, the great white throne of judgment. Now, before I got saved, 69 and all up until 72, and I got saved, that used to bother me, that great white throne. Because I was a racist like the country I was in. Amen. So you used to bother me. We talking about I'm black and I'm proud. Then you got a great white throne of judgment. Why I couldn't be black? Oh, I got say, amen. <laughs> Cause see, see, this is the most awful event described in the Bible. Three things here, four things here. First of all, verses eleven and twelve a of Revelations twenty. Look at the scene. The words then I saw indicates the commencement of a new vision. What the Apostle John is giving here is a remarkable detailed vision of the day of judgment painted in vigorous colors. He, here, the day that God has fixed, he going to bring all sinners to justice. Acts chapter 17, verse number 31, the great throne sense of bringing authority and powerful. The white represent the purity and the holiness of God. See, you don't have to be, quote unquote, in the holiness denomination. Holiness is not a denomination. Holiness is a state of being. And regardless of your denomination or decal, you better live holy. It's holiness or hell. See, you can't live in the clubs on weekend drinking and all that and then pop up and try to get holy. No, you got to live holy. Amen. God wants us to live. And he gives us the Holy Ghost to help us live holy lives. You can't be doing what you used to do and call it holiness. No, no, no. He wants to live holy. And the scene is set. Uh, uh, that Look, he said, look, he said, look here. Keep your Bibles open. Keep your Bible open. Uh, this morning, I want you to see this will give greater impetus to our evangelism and to people in our family who's lost. Oh, he says here, look, he said in Revelation there to look at verse 11 uh, and then verse 12a. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, the big shots and the little shots, the big ballers and the high rollers, stand before God. Amen. And then look, keep your, keep your Bible open or your, or, your, or your cell phones on or your iPad. Keep it on the text there. Watch, watch this. And watch this. And the books were open. And another book, singular, was open, which is the book of life. Book were open. Boy, wow. Look at, look at this, the books open. You're going to stand, all sinners are going to be standing before God. No believers here, see. Because if your name is written in the book of life, there will be no believers at the great white throne of judgment. Get your eschatology right. No believers there, see. And the dead will judge. See, believers are not dead. Believers never die. 
See, Jesus told Martha, believe it thou this, if you believe it, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. See, See, we just transitioned. Amen. Hey, hey, hey. That's good news. Amen. That's something. You mean we'll never die? No. They may bury my body, but I'm not dead. Amen. That's the scene. All those folk who ignored Christ, who went to church and said, I don't need Jesus. I'm good enough on my own. Look at the Psalms. Look at verse 13a. And the dead, and the dead, and the sea gave up the dead that was in it. See, that's the Psalms. Everybody, you can't hide from God. Okay, how you try? The sinners cannot. Even if you are dead, you're going to be resurrected. Even if you're in the sea, they bury you in the sea, you're going to be resurrected. Stand before God. I mean, I mean, that's, that's the summon. Everybody unsaved, tell all of them. That's why a lot of folk don't want to hear the word. That's why a lot of sinners, and you may be careful inviting these sinners to church because if I were lost, I wouldn't want to be reminded. Amen. 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 That's why a lot of folk try to get out of church, don't want to come to church, try to, because they don't want to be reminded. They are sinners. And ultimately, the drama going to unfold and God going to call all dead sinners before his throne. Summons. Amen. My, my, my. And then look at the standard. What kind of standard are he going to have? Verses, verses 12b and verse 13b is the standard. And the dead will judge out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. See. See. That's why, that's why I tell you, stop worrying so much about people who are not living right. Amen. Everybody going to be judged before the lost sinners according to their works. One writer said the mind, everything we ever done is in our mind. So when you open the books, because you take more books to keep up with sinners, all their sinful activities. <laughs> but once you're saved, your name is written in the book of life, just a book singular. But sinners got a whole lot of stuff and just feel. And God going and He gonna open a book and you're gonna be judged according to your own works. <laughs> oh man. That's the standard. Amen. You're gonna be judged by what you've done. God gonna remind you, April the 23rd, you heard the gospel at St. James Baptist Church. See, see, a lot of folk try to teach when you're dead, you're done. Not real. That's not true. When you're dead, you just start cooking if you're not saved. Don't let nobody fool you. The dead sleep, all these folks, slow sleep. No, no. When a, when a sinner dies, they go to the part of Hades that is already in torment. When a saint dies, he immediately goes to the good side of paradise. That's why Jesus told the thief, Old preacher used to say Jesus dying on the cross at his own pace. And say he stopped dying long enough. Sent a telegram home to his dad and said, I'm coming home and I'm bringing uh, guests for dinner. <laughs> he said, this day thou shalt be with me paradise. And then 
sinner, devil, those who are lost, going to be judged out of it. Look here. And the dead and the hell shall give up them according to their works. So tell these folk, amen, who are lost, think they got to deal with God. Well, men, Jesus got to know. You stop playing that stuff. You don't have no understanding with God. God understand one thing, and that is the shed blood of his son. I don't care what you've done. When you come to Christ, you will move from lost to found. <laughs> Got a lot of folks running around talking about, I found the Lord. Listen, the Lord never was lost. We were lost. And that's why Paul said, through the foolishness of preaching, God used to try to convince those who are lost. Why God have a preacher? How can you hear without a preacher? That's why the devil don't like preachers because every time we preach, we are prophetically denouncing and calling you to come to repentance while you have a chance. This building costs $8 million. And you hear me say it so often, if only one soul gets saved, it's worth every dime. Jesus said in Mark 8, 36, for what would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Simmons, a sentence. and Look at the sentence. Look, this is what breaks my heart. Look at verses 14 and 15. Our, our evangelism team, K2, uh, be going out after church this morning. And you say that way because, man, look at, look at this. Man, every time I read this, it's just... Breaks my heart. Why we got to be announcing the God. We can't make people get saved. Because you all know if I can make folk get saved, I'd borrow some of y'all guns. So somebody got a gun here this morning. I said, bring down, let me have that. That what you got? Let me what, what is let me have it. Let me have that whatever you got. And you know what I would do? I'd start right here in St. James. I call a special prayer line. So come on. And I put a gun to somebody's head, cock it, kick. Somebody may have two guns. We'll get two guns, see? Because some of y'all look tough. So we have one of y'all. See? Because <laughs> some of y'all may want to try to fight. <laughs> you know? See, we don't want no fighting this morning. See? So I, Are you saved? You said no. Get saved. See? Boom. Then, then, we, then I take care of St. James. See, I go. Then I head to Lubis. See? Because <laughs> I know church folk going to Lubis. I'll be up there. By that time, I'll be on, got me a larger a posse. Come on. Here we go. By the time we got some shotguns and some oozes and some AK 47, because some of them tough up there for the eat. And we walk in there, I walk in there, have one of my deacons shoot up in there. Pa -da 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 -da. So we walk in there, we'll be on head our chain, have on our black or something like that, walk up in there. Said, We are the guard squad. I may even take some of my musicians along, play some music. May y'all play a little music. Have just. <laughs> Before you eat anything, before you eat anything, are you saved? See, I have my deacons and they're going from table to table. Then we'll leave Lubis. I won't spend too much time at Wendy's. I don't have too much time to go to Wendy's. They just drive through. I have plant somebody to drive through one at Wendy's. And then we head over to Papa Do's then, because I know go to Papa Do's, walk up in there. Da -da 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 -da. Papa does, I get on the loudspeaker there. This is Dr. McClendon from St. James. This is my posse. We want to know today how many of y'all say. 
Are you covered? And everybody who's not saved, you come outside right now. Make them get saved. Wouldn't it? Then I would appoint all of you guys tomorrow. You go to school, go to your job. You know you'll probably get fired, but you can still do it. When you get to walk in your job tomorrow and say, I know I'm going to get fired. Before I go, have your little box in your hand. You're being escorted out by the security. You know you're going your way. Say, before I leave here, pull out your gun. I want to know. Everybody say, y'all pray for me because this week, I got to go to Lake Charles later on this week, and I'm going to be flying United, so y'all pray for me. But I don't know that a lot of that, right? United, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get up. If they ask me, I'm going to just go and leave. I'm going to make sure y'all ain't going to be dragging me off no plane. I'm just going to let them have it. I'll go, I'll go tomorrow sometime. But I get on the plane. Because, see, look, look at verse number, look at verses 11 and, and 14 and 15. This is what the tragedy is all about. Look what he said. This is the sentence for those who are lost. Not talking about joining a church. Because, again, joining a church ain't saved nobody. Y'all know my testimony. Uh-uh. Member of a Baptist church. Member of a Methodist church. Member of a church of God in Christ. Church of the living God. I grew up in a house with a tongue talker. She's speaking tongues. Oh, still lost. Amen. My feet been washed. Still lost. <laughs> so going to church don't say. Not drinking or smoking. Won't say. Never been drunk in my life. Never smoked nothing. Unlike Bill Clinton, I didn't smoke or inhale. See, no, just a, a sober sinner. Amen. One woman said something else back the other Sunday. I said that, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Probably was that too. Until <laughs> I got saved. That's right. Well, hey, man, boy, I was lost. Eh? I don't know why some of y'all like y'all never been lost. You were lost. Amen. That's why we so glad we ought to be in hell right now. I know I should, amen. But the grace of God. Right, man. Hallelujah, man. man. Hallelujah, man. He looked beyond our faults. So our needs. But look what the sentence of the laws. That's what we need to be praying. Uh, as we look, we're going to get our box back. I think you, uh, you know people who are not saved. Write their name. We're going to intercede for them to come to know Christ. Our young people, regardless of what generation. They make too much out of millenniums, all that. Listen, we baby boomers just as crazy. We didn't have no cell phone. That's why we, man, can you imagine uh, 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 Ray Carwell and Ed Herndon? Can you imagine Ray Carwell and Granger with a cell phone or uh, Ed Herndon and Hempstead around Prayer View? Can you imagine Elder Amora at Prayer View with his afro and a cell phone? Can you imagine... Can you imagine? I used to stop by the, by the telephone booth. Y'all know, get a quarter out and put it in there and dial. I used to think about what I could do if I had to just ride and text and, you know, oh, God, oh, help me, Lord. Amen. But look what's going to happen to the lost. Be praying for them. Be praying for them. This is the final judgment. 
I know some of y'all uh, read what the Catholics say about purgatory. No, no, no. Where you are when you die, you will spend all eternity. Look at verses 14 and 15. Man, we all have people in our family that's lost. We need to live right and share the gospel with them. Why they have a chance. When our members passed this morning, oh, you don't know. Because see, the thief on the cross is the only deathbed repentance in the Bible. You can't take it for granted. You can't say, I'll get saved next week or I'll do it next. You don't have that time. You don't know where death is. And with all this craziness going on in our world, people just killing people for nothing. You could be minding your own business. Somebody come in shooting up. You better be ready right now. Rage, death, road rage. People just killing, don't even know people. Here he said, look at this sentence. This is where every person, if you refuse Christ, this is where you're headed. Right here, got your Bibles open. See, you keep your Bible, because this is no joke. It's in the word of God. Somebody said, Pastor, you're just trying to scare for Whatever it takes to get you out of hell, I'll do it. Whatever it takes. If if, whatever it takes, keep people from going to hell, Listen. Write me, write me down for it. Amen. Amen. I gotta, amen. Whatever, amen. Whatever it takes. Look, look, look where the lost is headed. They talking about last week, the, seller, uh, the uh, anniversary of, of, of Purple Rain, Prince. I hope he got saved. Mike, I hope they got saved. Because God not impressed with what we do if we haven't done the right thing and accept Christ. <laughs> See, you're not going to heaven because you had it tough. Look at the sentence of the law. Look at the sentence. Look at the sentence. Verse 14. And the dead and Hades were cast into, it's so horrible, even hard to read, the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's, that's the sentence to those who are lost. When you stand before God and one day you will, he's going to want to know what did you do with Jesus? If you doubt Christ, man, that's why we need to be praying, man. I know you are. Let's keep praying for the lost, our family members, our co-workers. Some of you are married to people who are not saved. You can't make them get saved. Well, you ought to live so you can share the gospel with them. The results of rejection. When you reject Christ, this is your final. I don't care what people say. The Bible has said. See, God could not be a just God if he did not hold people accountable for their sins. And the only way you can be saved, doesn't matter what you've done, when you come to Christ and ask him, like that thief on the cross, those were some bad dudes. Now you think they were tough in third ward and fifth ward or in Watts. And so, there, were some, there were some hooks. Those guys had killed people. But that thief on the right said, when you come into your kingdom, please, Remember me. I don't care what you've done today, brother or sister. All you got to do from a sincere heart, say, Jesus, 
I know I'm a sinner. I know I've done wrong. Will you save me? And right like that, instantly, your name will be written in the book of life. And you know where you're going. When this life is over, I'm not waiting until I get to the rippling stream of Jordan. I may not die in Jerusalem, but I'm saved now. 